Worth. A co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Welcome to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio, keeping you connected to your faith and your world. Teresa tackles the issues of faith and culture, the pro-life message, and media awareness. And now, here's Teresa Tamio. And I hope you're enjoying this summer Friday morning. It's July 15th, 2022. So good to be with you on a Friday or any day here on Catholic Connection. Oh boy, we have another jam-packed show for you this morning. We have, coming up right after the break, as we always do on Fridays, and I really look forward to it. Because I take notes when I'm interviewing Doug about what's coming up, and Deacon Dom and I actually watched that beautiful film all about the founder of the Focolari movement. It was so well done. And there was so much about her that I didn't know that I learned from watching this movie. So there you go. So get a pen ready or make sure that if uh, you're listening but didn't catch what Doug was saying about upcoming programming on EW10, which he gives us every week in our Inside Word, you can always go back to our archives at AveMariaRadio.net to check it out but this is a great idea because it gives you a heads up so you can kind of plan what you want to record uh, and just make a note of in terms of the times also want to remind you that speaking of ew10 this weekend on the catholic view for women sunday nights at 11 30 we're going to be discussing my book beyond me my selfie and i finding true happiness in in uh, gosh this crazy world of ours right Uh, And what we're going to be talking about is our connection to social media and how we have to have a balance because there's so much evidence, as I point out in my book, that can just zap us and really leaving us feel more isolated and alone rather than connected. So that will be on this week's Catholic View for Women. You can go to EWTN.com or even on demand. It's also posted on my Facebook page this morning, too, on my Facebook fan page at Facebook slash Mrs. Teresa Tamio. So that's coming up, Doug Keck, at 915 Fact Check Friday. This has been one heck of a week, pro-life-wise, in terms of what's coming out, what isn't coming out. So what I want to feature are two short clips, and I'll talk a little bit about them. We mentioned yesterday, we never got to it, this beautiful testimony of this wonderful pregnancy resource director in California who testified during the Senate Judiciary Committee, the hearing on living in a post-real world, what that looks like. And they did allow several pro-life leaders to testify including this lovely woman from this beautiful pregnancy resource center and also an amazing leader in the pro-life movement Kathleen Catherine Glenn Foster testified yesterday and I had a conversation this morning with uh, Beth Vandercore who was on with us yesterday for an hour talking about this rape story right and what's going on in that area of of reporting and not reporting and whatnot and she said that uh, Catherine's already getting all kinds of hate mail after her testimony Uh, So some people, at least, apparently are seeing it. But I really think it's important to put these testimonies, can't play the whole thing, but to put little clips out there to give you a lot of hope in terms of there are so many amazing pro-life efforts that are making a difference. And we wouldn't be under so much attack, brothers and sisters, if we weren't making a difference. I want to leave you on an up note this weekend to pray and to be in thanksgiving for all those people who like Beth and others who sacrifice day after day, whether they're working at a pro-life organization, whether they're working in a pregnancy resource center, whatever they're doing, and to pray about how you can support them and get more involved. And also pray, and we'll be talking about this in future shows, to make sure that you know how to articulate a loving and fact-filled response to folks on these issues, especially in one-on-one conversations. It's so important, but to do it respectfully. 
and not condescendingly, as we saw with some of these uh, folks on the left, like that professor who was going after Senator Hawley. But you know what? She took the bait, and that got out there uh, quite a bit, even though some secular media outlets didn't run it. They're showing just how extreme and how, to, how out of touch they are. So we'll end on a positive note. And also, after Fact Check Friday, and those two clips will play for you, Dr. Matthew Bunsen from EW10, I caught up with him just a few minutes ago uh, in the live section of the first hour of my program. And we're going to re-air that because Matt is going to be in an interv- uh, a meeting t- uh, at the bottom of the hour this morning, so he couldn't join us live. But it's a very uh, well done, as always, concise interview regarding the recent poll commissioned by EWTN News and conducted by Real Clear Opinion Research. And I think you'll be encouraged, because although we have a lot of work to do, especially in the church, there are some very interesting points that are coming out. And again, it shows just how out of touch these staunch pro-abortion politicians are, including those who call themselves Catholics, such as Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi, with the majority of Catholics. Even if Catholics still... And I know this is, you know, a dichotomy, and, and it's just an oxymoron, identify themselves as supporting abortion. A majority of those, even if they say they still want legalized abortion, they want great restrictions on abortion, as opposed to the Pelosi's and the Bidens and all these others out there who say, on demand, all the time, without apology, even with infanticide. Pelosi was at it again yesterday, talking about how women's rights are being attacked and yada, yada, yada. Anyway, this poll, I think, is it uh, shows we still have a lot of work to do, but it also shows that our grassroots efforts are having an impact. And also, and this is no surprise, those who are attending Mass on a regular basis are the ones who are, what a, what a concept, newsflash, more inclined to follow church teaching. So there you go. All right. So, again, lots to discuss this morning on a Friday morning edition of Catholic Connection. I do want to let you know what the weather is going to be like. Uh, We're in the middle of summer, but we're having some weather issues in terms of lots of rain in some areas, and also we're having some extreme heat. So you have to keep that in mind. I keep saying that, but it's really, really important. All right, we have a dangerous heat continuing to expand in coverage across the plains in the western U.S. throughout the weekend and into most of next week, and then heavy rainfall possible along the Gulf Coast and also regions of the Rockies. So keep that in mind. Let's get started, though. We have, uh, my goodness, a ton of news to get through. Uh, Never a dull moment, as we say in broadcasting. So let's get started right now and find out what's happening in the world. Six minutes past the hour. It's a Friday morning, July 15th, the Feast of St. Bonaventure, by the way. Born in the beautiful village of Chivita Bano Reggio. It's known as the Dying City or the Floating City. Look it up online. It's really cool. Oh, I have something on my Facebook page about that. Anyhow, let's get started. Here are the news. As we mentioned, Dr. Matthew Bunsen, along with later on in the program, to talk about this, a new EWTN News Real Clear Opinion Research Poll showing a majority of Catholic voters... 60% are less likely to support political candidates to support abortion at any time during a pregnancy. That includes a majority of Republicans, a majority of independents, and unaffiliated voters. Democrats split between more likely and less likely, but a majority of likely Catholic voters are unhappy with Joe Biden and Democrats in Congress. And again, this is according to the recent poll commissioned by EWTN and Real Clear Opinion Research. A minority, 32% of Catholic voters, are more likely to back political candidates who support abortion at any time. We know the Catholic Church teaches that abortion is a grave evil and never acceptable at any stage of pregnancy. The poll shows a majority of Catholic voters 
82% again support some kind of restriction on abortion. The online survey was conducted June 15th to the 23rd. Senate Republicans blocking a currently unnecessary bill aimed at allowing women to cross state lines to receive legal abortions. Supporters say the bill is rooted in the 14th Amendment's Equal Protection Clause that allows people the freedom to travel between states while having protection under the law. However, no state has banned women from traveling to other states for any reason. In a meeting with three male religious congregations yesterday, the Pope emphasizing the importance of taking a zero-tolerance approach to abuse. The Pope speaking about abuse is an address to members of the Order of the Mother of God, the Congregation of Mission, also called Vincentians, and the Order of St. Basil the Great. Meanwhile, the latest annual report reviewing diocesan compliance with the 2002 Charter for the Protection of Children and Young People records, as Lisa Zangarini with Vatican News explains, a decrease of 1,200 allegations of sexual abuse by Catholic clergy and others compared to the previous audit year. More than 3,000 allegations of sexual abuse of minors by Catholic clergy and others were reported last year. The report, released this week by the U.S. Bishop's Secretaries of Child and Youth Protection, stated that abuse allegations filed in the 2020-2021 audit year were 1,149 less than those reported in the previous one. This is a 19th report since 2002, when the U.S. Bishop established a comprehensive set of procedures to address allegations of sexual abuse of minors by Catholic clergy and made a promise to protect and a pledge to heal. The Charter for the Protection of Children and Young People was adopted by the General Assembly of the U.S. Bishops in Dallas following widespread reports of clergy abuse and has been revised several times since. During the latest audit year, 30 allegations were made by current minors, six of which were substantiated. Nine are still under investigation, nine were unsubstantiated, five were unable to be proven, and one was referred to the provincial of a religious order. Texas Governor Greg Abbott blasting law enforcement's response to the school shooting that ended with the death of 19 students and two teachers. So obviously it's disgusting uh, to see what happened. A leaked video showing police running away from a gunman and waiting more than an hour to engage. A Republican says that flies in the face of police protocol. Whenever there is a shooting like what was happening in this school, you run toward that danger. He added he was led lied to by police when the incident in Uvalde happened and he was very angry about it. Police officers from multiple Miami-Dade agencies and paramedics swarmed to the Coral Gabe Senior High School this morning, but it was only a drill. They're putting themselves to the test by simulating an active shooter on the Coral Gable Senior High School campus. It's important for us to really dive in and train the police officers, not only in theory, but also in practice, and ensure that everyone communicates well during a law enforcement critical incident. Miami-Dade Schools Police Chief Eben Lopez says as a father of two, he knows especially after the tragedy in Texas, parents do want to be reassured their children will be safe at school. Authorities in southwestern Virginia say everyone is accounted for and there are no deaths after massive flooding hit that area. Um, so, you know, anytime again, we, we walk into it as a, a worst-case scenario. Uh, we plan for the worst. We hope for the best. And once again... That's been the case. 
Over 100 homes did sustain damage, though. Governor Glenn Youngkin declaring a state of emergency after dozens were listed earlier this week as missing. When illegal immigrants touch American soil, they are allowed to claim asylum. Republican Congressman Dan Crenshaw of Texas, he says he wants to change that. My bill would make it illegal to claim asylum if you cross the border illegally. You have to go to a point of entry. The surge of illegal immigration on the southern border is showing no signs of slowing. There were more than 2,200 migrant encounters on Tuesday of this week alone. Jennifer Polsoni reports that New York City's medical examiner is working to determine the cause of death of Ivana Trump. Ivana Trump, the ex-wife of former President Donald Trump, found dead in her New York City apartment Thursday afternoon. Her son Eric outside her Upper East Side apartment making a brief statement. It's being reported Ivana was found unresponsive at the bottom of her stairs inside her apartment. Police investigating whether a fall contributed. No foul play is suspected. She's mother to Trump's three eldest children. She was 73 years old. The U.S. Department of Justice will reportedly file an antitrust lawsuit against Google in the coming weeks. A report from Bloomberg News saying that lawsuit is over Google's dominance in the online ad market. The department expected to argue that Google's practices are anti-competitive. And finally, in our news segment this week at 13 minutes past the hour, if you find yourself on the East Coast, it's Restaurant Week starting Monday in the Big Apple with many eateries, though, still trying to recover financially from the coronavirus situation. Domenico owns Saks Place, an Italian restaurant in Queens, and says things are still rough because of COVID. Customer-wise, we're building back up to what we were. A lot of my customers left New York City. So it's not from starting from scratch, but it almost is. There are discount deals from hundreds of restaurants taking part. Restaurant Week runs 30 days to celebrate the 30th anniversary of the program. And restaurants are offering lots of options. They have flexibility, they say, on lunch and dinner deals. Almost 14 minutes past the hour, EWTN Radio, coast to coast and around the globe. This program in particular, co-produced by EWTN and Ave Maria Radio. Again, check us both out online. Great resources all the time, 24-7, EWTN.com and AveMariaRadio.net. Always enjoy my conversations with Doug Keck, the inside word, letting you know about the great programming coming up on EWTN. He's up next. Stay tuned. This program is brought to you by the following nonprofit underwriter. CMF Curo is the Catholic healthcare option you've been searching for. From concierge service to ethical consultations to partnerships with one of the nation's largest healthcare sharing ministries, CMF Curo offers a pro-life Catholic approach to your overall health and well-being. Find out today if CMF Curo is right for you. Call 833-GET-CURO. That's 833-G-E-T-C-U-R-O. Or visit MyCatholicHealthCare.com. Do you own popular index mutual funds or ETFs? If so, you're automatically owned shares of companies that conflict with your moral beliefs. Ave Maria Mutual Funds are managed to conform to pro-life and pro-family values. Long-term investors can invest in the no-load Ave Maria Mutual Funds. The experienced professional portfolio managers make decisions based on investment fundamentals and pro-life values. You can learn more about Ave Maria Mutual Funds today at 866-AVE-MARIA or visit AveMariaFunds.com. You wish you could have discussions about difficult topics with your adult children? If so, don't worry, you're not alone. Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Popchak. And I'm Lisa Popchak. And our new book, Having Meaningful, Sometimes Difficult Conversations with Your Adult Sons and Daughters, can help you draw closer to your adult children and help guide them on the path to more faithful and meaningful lives. You can get our latest book and all of our other books on the store page at AveMariaRadio.net. That's AveMariaRadio.net. 
People ask how they can care for older family members who can't fully care for themselves. One answer is Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Visiting Angels assists adults nationwide with 600 locations to continue living at home and not have to move into a nursing home. Their caregivers provide assistance in hygiene, meals, and light housework. Services are provided up to 24 hours per day, and you can select your caregiver before service begins. More information, including franchise opportunities, is on the web at visitingangels.com. minutes past hour. It's on a Friday morning. Every Friday we talk with Doug Keck, our President and Chief Operating Officer, about what's coming up in programming. I was telling you during the break that I watched the Focolari movie that you re- recommended last week. It was really great. Right, yeah. We we're, we're very happy to be able to air that. Uh, John Elson and his team, who are always looking for uh, programming, uh, you know, some of it we're creating ourselves. Uh, productions going on uh, about Frasati as we speak, and also Ooh, production going on One of my favorites. Ireland. In, in Ireland, as we speak as well, we just began shooting a program called Faith of Our Fathers, which is going to look back at uh, the impact of, you know, the persecution of the church uh, by uh, the English in Ireland. So that should be exciting. And, uh, yeah, and we acquire programs that have been produced and made and make them available like that particular program. And we're really excited about bringing those. We kind of have that Saturday night cinema slot. Right. Uh, where we, we run these programs this week. We're running uh, a biography on Charbel, uh, St. Charbel, uh, the Lebanese monk. Um, you know, so that'll be on uh, tomorrow night. And uh, that's Saturday. And also tomorrow we've got a bunch of events from Lords United in Prayer events that are, are, are coming your way. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting at 6.30 a.m., International Prayer for Peace, Eucharistic Procession, Lords in the Americas, International Mass for the Americas at 1.30 p.m., International Marian Procession at 3 and the Holy Rosary at 6.30. So all day tomorrow focused on Lord's, and we can use that healing uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> at this time. That's exciting. Um, also this Sunday, uh, we're going to re-air Wolf and Sheep's Clothing. So uh, people can look for that again. We thought uh, the timing was right with what's going on. We're going to be alternating that along with the gender agenda. Um, another, I fairly, fairly prophetic program that we produced. Oh my uh, goodness! Think about that, Doug. If, if you think about what happened this week with Senator Holly and that professor from California. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's just insanity. It's uh, Orwellian. You can't say you keep saying Orwellian, and people keep saying stop saying that. But it's so true. It's ridiculous. You know, mm-hmm. it's used to have this ridiculousness. And then finally, uh, an interview I did a while ago with the uh, the former Supreme Knight Carl Anderson on his book. These Liberties We Hold Sacred, we're going to air this Sunday as well. And we've got a program, Living Divine Mercy, of course, Spiritual Warfare, a new episode with uh, Father Chris Alar on Tuesday. And go to EW10.com for all the different programs we've got coming up. That's just a taste of it. And, and as you know, so many of our programs, podcasts, your podcasts and radio shows, and mm-hmm. so many of our programs are available on demand. Uh, people can go there and check those out at our on-demand page. Yeah, both those programs, I want to get back to Wolf and Sheep's Clothing and then Gender Agenda, because you talk about both of them being prophetic. And in, in terms of Wolf and Sheep's Clothing, that was a couple of years ago, but the Gender Agenda more recent, but both of them still timeless in the topic, especially the Gender Agenda. If we look at what happened with uh, Senator Hawley and this Professor Bridges from California, now she took the bait. She was, you know, of course, praised in, in, on social media by, by the left and whatnot. But what she really did is took the bait because he was trying to get her to really speak 
what we know they believe, but they don't like to talk about too much because it's so extreme. And, you know, the language right. she was using, Absolutely. I played the clip for Deacon Dominey. It's like she's speaking a different language. I don't even half the term she was using. Well, it, uh, it is. It's it's total Orwellian. It's, it's, yeah. it's, news, it's what they used to call in, in 1984 newspeak. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, the, you know, this language where uh, words, either they use words that you never heard before, or they take a word that used to have one meaning and now it has another meaning. You know, so every time mm-hmm. you question somebody, like you said, so now I'm transphobic for asking you a question uh, about what a woman is. I mean, listen, we had a Supreme Court justice who just got put on the court who refused who, to, tell to answer somebody, the question. Answer yeah. question what a woman was because she claimed she wasn't a biologist. Uh, you know, I, I feel like saying sometimes when I saw one of the ones when the woman said, well, I know I'm a woman and, uh, you know, and I felt like he should have said, how do you know you're a woman? Right. Right. Uh, I mean, tell me why you think you're a woman. OK. And maybe we'll have a better understanding of why these other people think they're women. Uh, it's it's just so ludicrous. Like you said, I mean, the more people see, it's like you were talking earlier about the, 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 the abortion thing. You know, there's lots of people, even with the survey, Catholics who, you know, oh, I don't want to tell people what to do. And there's a lot of guilt. But most people, the vast majority of people, you know, they're thinking they, they're thinking abortions being something that happens in the first couple of weeks. And rarely really very there. rare. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, we don't want it to happen. But you get these people out there, and uh, uh, you know the the Democrats where Biden is and, and Pelosi, and you know basically you try to say to him, so okay, you keep talking about rape and incest. So I heard one pro-lifer say, okay, let's agree to rape and incest. So are we good now? And they're like, oh no, well, no, uh, no, they, no they, not they, I remember that uh, clip, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. it's exactly calling them out. It's a phony line to make people. Their answer is, oh, well, rape and incest. Okay, I'll give you rape and incest, even though I think that's still wrong. And uh, we'll stop all the other ones. Oh, well, no. no you know, no. well, are you okay if up to the ninth month? Well, you know, we, I trust women to make. Oh, okay. So your answer is yes. You think it's yeah. okay. And they don't trust women because they don't want women to get any information. And in the Absolutely. states where they have laws where Absolutely. they provide the information, they want to shut those down. They want to change them. So this is what people have, have to know and why this is so important. But if you, if you, yeah, it's crazy. And if you listen to what she said in terms of what well, she started asking the questions, and you could see the modus operandi. The minute you question, then they turn it on you and they accuse you. And I want to go on the record that you're promoting violence. You notice how she said that? I want to go right. on the record. Right. Because yeah, she, this, is their, this is what they do. We will well, shut we you down. Go back to Saul Alinsky. Right. Ad hominem is always the answer. You don't attack, you attack the person. You don't attack person. the issue. You attack the right. person. You demonize the person. And that's what you do. And that's what they do all the time. Every time you mm-hmm. see that. So you see that in the wolf in sheep's clothing. And then the second one, the gender agenda, is all about this ridiculousness of how we got into playing games with gender, separating it from sexuality. Uh, you know, gender used to be what we did in English class, you know, when we figured out mm-hmm. what, uh, in, in English, uh, what, what gender this particular word was. Uh, so now we have the insanity against the relativist idea that I can basically be like Judge Kennedy, create my own universe. And we are. We're living in a virtual universe where people are, are, are walking around with virtual goggles and heads and think they are whoever they want to be, you know, and you end up uh, mm-hmm. like Matt Walsh's film. 
Yes, yes, about about what is a woman. That yeah, that right, that was right. incredible. Also, I always tell people, you know, I, I I was very blessed in terms that I achieved most of my goals in my professional career, except I missed one thing, and you know this. I wanted to be a rockette. I never got that opportunity because I didn't pursue dance. I took some dance classes mm-hmm. in college, but I loved to dance, loved the Radio City Music Hall rockettes. And so, what would people say if I showed up at Radio City Music Hall, you know, sixty two, soon to be sixty three years old, with tap shoes and a cute little outfit, and said, "I'm a rockette. I want to be in the Christmas spectacular." They would say I was nuts, but yet I identify as a rockette, so why can't I be a rockette? Oh, absolutely, and and how could you tell me that I'm not, because you have how no right to tell me. How can you tell me that I got the outfit, I got I, the shoes, I think I, I am. I feel that I am, and my feelings are, are just mine, and they can't be, absolutely. It's like with so many of these things, it's the same thing. They say it in one level, and they, and they disprove it in everything else they do. You know, everybody's uh. got to wear a mask except me. Uh, masks don't work, mm-hmm. but you should still wear one because it makes other people feel better. All of these right. things that are out there. And then they just, as we've seen, you know, the ectopic pregnancy lie that's out there, the miscarriage lie that's out there. You know, and then I mean, they had to clarify it. And they made it sound like they were being so, you know, official. Well, yeah, you, there are emergency, there are statutes that say this. Of course there are, but they, they, they ran that one into the, into the ground until they were called on it. Right, absolutely, and the problem is they can't fight on the on the grounds of what they're really saying, so they have to make up these things to scare people. We saw it with the COVID. We just had, you know, uh, Dr. Fauci finally say, "Well, it's not really a vaccine; it's a therapeutic." Okay, well, maybe that's still good, but that's not the same as telling people if you take this shot, mm-hmm. you won't get it, and if you don't take the shot, you're going to make everybody else sick. That just was not true. Okay. No. Um, you know. No. So, it's people want honesty. They they're willing to use their brain. They're willing to say, "Tell me what the truth is." It's like the church. Tell me what the truth is. Tell me what the church teaches, so I know what I have to deal with. Uh, but don't keep shifting the ground around. And and it's like, right. well, it's this for this one, but for him, it's uh, kind of okay. Something different. It is incoherent. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm so glad these are coming up. And it's this Sunday, right? We've got a Wolf in Shapes clothing. And then what time again, Doug? I think you mentioned it. It's going to be quickly. at 10 p.m. Eastern time. We usually run it at night because it's got some tough stuff. Sure. Thank you so much. And again, go back to EW10.com and uh, re listen to this interview and share it all over the place. Doug, thanks. Have a great weekend. We'll be right back. It was 30 years of pain, hiding what I did. It destroyed my life, little by little. I have hidden my true emotions since that day, the day I had the abortion. I was convinced, without a doubt, that God would not forgive me. Are you suffering with the burden of a past abortion? Come on a Rachel's Vineyard retreat and release your burden. Call 214-544-CARE. Attending the retreat, allowed me to finally open up and share with others who have been down the same road. I am renewed. I have a sense of freedom, and I can finally feel God's grace. God healed each wound. I didn't have to do the work. All I had to do was come. I give thanks to God that He called me to the vineyard. Give yourself a chance to feel alive again. Call 214-544-CARE or visit racheldallas.org. 
Are you struggling financially and need help? Catholic Charities of Dallas helps individuals achieve stability and self-sufficiency through financial literacy, employment services, education, food programs, immigration legal services, refugee resettlement, disaster services, and permanent supportive housing. For more information, call 866-CCD-7500. Are you a Catholic man looking to make a difference in your Catholic faith or seeking a brotherhood that upholds Catholic teaching and values? Join the Knights of Columbus today. You can join online at knights.net. That's K-N-I-G-H-T-S dot net. By joining online, you'll have immediate access to many things, like the Knights of Columbus highly rated insurance program. Your Catholic family can be protected with life insurance, annuities, long-term care, and disability insurance products by a Catholic company. Experience the Catholic difference and join the Knights of Columbus online today. Knights.net. Twenty-eight minutes past the hour. Welcome back, Catholic Connection of Friday morning. Good to be with you. Coming up after our fact check Friday section, our very own Matthew Bunsen, Doctor Matthew Bunsen, is going to look at that latest survey that the WTN News has done. And Matt telling me this morning. Uh, in the live section that we had at uh, 8.45 Eastern Time on my local hour of Catholic Connection, that there will be other surveys as we get closer to the midterm. So this is really good information to know and to share with folks in, when you, in your discussions, and these one-on-one discussions are so important. The other thing that's super important is to understand what the media aren't covering. We saw a lot of news this week in the secular media uh, regarding the Senate Judiciary hearing where they're taking testimony on both sides uh, of the aisle regarding the abortion debate and hearing from both pro-lifers and those who support abortion through nine months of pregnancy. But, unfortunately, even though they are having their day in the Senate hearings, many of these wonderful pro-life leaders are not heard beyond that or Catholic, Christian, other conservative outlets. So I thought it would be important for us to pull some clips for you to hear about the incredible work and the incredible knowledge that our pro-life leaders have and have had and the things that they're doing across the country. This beautiful story, I mentioned this yesterday when we were interviewing uh, Beth Vanderkoy from Greater Columbus Right to Life. This beautiful woman from this pregnancy center in California, she's a director, she's talking about how their pregnancy center uh, has to now hire all this protection because of the threats and things that they've had experienced. Just awful. But in addition to that, she tells a story Briefly, we don't have time to play the whole testimony. Andrew's just picked a couple of clips for us, but I just want to give you some background. So Heidi Matsky got involved in the pregnancy resource area of pro-life work because a pregnancy resource center helped her sister who was in a crisis pregnancy when she was in college. She saw what they did for her and her family. She fell in love with the work, and now it's her life's work and mission. And what she's going to do, and Andrew, maybe we should play her first, Heidi Mansky, is she is going to list all the amazing things that pregnancy resource centers do every single day, free of charge. If I hear one more time that we don't care about the women, all we care about is the baby. Well, obviously we care about both. But you know what? We put our money where our mouth is. And speaking of money, we don't charge anybody. Not a dime. All these services are free. No matter who they are, they walk in, they need something. The pregnancy resources are going to try and help them address their situation, whatever they may, that may be. And even a majority of good people who are voting pro-life or may be pro-life in belief but haven't been that active do not know this, do not know where their pregnancy resource center is. 
So that'll be your homework assignment for this weekend, brothers and sisters, to do some research on where your pregnancy resource centers are in your neighborhood, to make sure your parish office has a list and phone numbers if people walk into the church and need help, but also to understand what they do, to go visit them. Just stop in and say, hi, I'd like to learn more. Maybe I would like to volunteer. Do you know I've, I've interviewed many heads of local pregnancy resource centers? Now, there are good people who make donations, but they really don't know what the centers do. And when they have an open house and they come in, they are just floored at the amount of service that's available. So let's play this clip first. And this is Heidi Matsky, who heads up a pregnancy resource center in California, sharing with those, of course, who are watching this online or wherever it was aired. It's on C-SPAN, and I think it's still up on YouTube. The amount of services for free that pregnancy resource centers such as hers provide. You won't hear this in the secular media. Take a listen. Each year, hundreds of thousands come to our clinics looking for free medical care, emotional support, and practical resources that will enable them to carry their pregnancies to term. Our clinic alone in Sacramento provides over a million dollars of free medical services each year to women who come to us. We charge them nothing. That means we never financially benefit from any choice a woman makes. We make no profit of any kind off the women who turn to us for help. We offer pregnancy tests, ultrasounds, prenatal care up to 24 weeks, well-woman visits. We test and treat for sexually transmitted diseases. We offer abortion pill reversal services, abortion recovery counseling, and parenting classes. And if finances are a problem, we have diapers, wipes, baby formula, baby food, baby clothing, baby supplies. Um, and if a woman needs a hotel room, we provide that as well. We pay for all of that. It doesn't matter who she is, where she comes from, or what her past is. At our center, all medical services are provided by a staff of licensed medical professionals, including doctors, nurses, nurse practitioners, and medical assistants. They are deeply compassionate people because most of them have experienced abortion for themselves. Our OBGYN doctor was an abortionist. When a woman comes in so afraid of what an unplanned pregnancy will mean for her life, her ambitions, her relationships, we do not urge her in that moment to make any decision. We listen, we try to hear her heart, we offer professional services and emotional support. Whether she chooses parenting, adoption, or abortion, we will continue to be there for her for years if necessary. Wow. Now we're going to hear from uh, Catherine Glenn Foster of Americans United for Life warning of what the efforts by Democrats and other pro-abortion politicians to try to codify abortion into the Constitution would do to our country and especially to women in need. Take a listen. Abortion is violence. I've felt it. And every act of violence that our nation condones leaves blood on the hands of the American people and pits us against so much that we know to be true. Abortion runs against our scientific knowledge, against a global consensus in favor of limits on abortion, and against common sense about the origin of human life. We should be a better people. Today, we must choose to be better. The Women's Health Protection Act would effectively ban all life-saving state protections for women considering abortion, including those upheld as constitutional by the U.S. Supreme Court. This bill would wipe away protections for women 
for children before viability, and even for many late-term viable children. These include protections from dangerous and painful late-term abortion, laws that prevent children from being eugenically aborted because they may have Down syndrome, and laws guaranteeing that children born alive during an abortion are provided with basic medical care. Informed consent standards? Gone. Health and safety standards? Gone. As a legal and constitutional expert, I can say that this misguided bill would invalidate hundreds of constitutionally sound state laws that have been debated, passed, and enacted in states from coast to coast in an effort to protect America's youngest citizens. How many stories will we see about how informed consent for parents, grandparents regarding young women and abortion? Gone. How many stories do we see about health and safety? The, the current regulations that they had that, by the way, are rarely, rarely followed. If you look at American United for Life report that came out several years ago, unsafe, look it up, unsafe American United for Life. It will shock you in terms of how, even though there are laws on the books, as Catherine said, they are not followed. Not followed. And yet this is going to make it worse in this so-called Women's Health Protection Act. See, they always say the opposite of what is at hand. And Elizabeth Warren saying pregnancy resource centers need to be shut down because they're lying and not helping women when just the opposite is happening. What the media don't cover is just as bad, if not worse in some cases, and how they cover particular stories, especially when it comes to life. We'll be right back. All married couples in the Diocese of Dallas who are celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary in 2022 are invited to the Golden Anniversary Mass. The Golden Anniversary Mass takes place on Saturday, August 27th at 10 a.m. at the Cathedral Shrine of the Virgin of Guadalupe. The couples and guests are quarterly invited to join the diocese for a reception in the Grand Salon immediately following the Mass. The event is sponsored by the Diocese of Dallas Office of Worship and Evangelization Catechesis and Family Life. Are you a commercial building owner, facilities manager, or commercial property owner who's having constant water leak issues with your roof? My name is Mari Buford, owner of Buford Roofing and Construction, proud sponsor of the Guadalupe Radio Network, and a member of St. Francis of Assisi Parish in Grapevine. Commercial roof repairs and replacements can be stressful. We can explain the process of resurfacing your roof. We may be reached at 817-329-ROOF or at BufordRoofing.com. Hi, this is Dave Palmer with a reminder to download the Guadalupe Radio Network app on your smartphone. It's very simple to do, and once you have the app on your phone, you can listen to a crystal clear signal of this station, KTH 910 AM, 24 hours a day, anywhere you are. If you have any questions about our app or need help setting it up on your phone, contact me through email, davepalmer at grnonline.com. 
Guadalupe Radio Network thanks Cargo Eye Care of Las Colinas, a longtime sponsor on KATH 910 AM. Cargo Eye Care is owned by Dr. Jonathan Cargo from St. Anne Parish in Capel. Their office and eyewear gallery are centrally located in Irving. Cargo Eye Care offers a full range of services and products to patients of all ages. Most vision and health insurance plans are accepted, including Medicare and Medicaid. 972-432-2020 or on the web at CargoEyeCare.com. Welcome back, Catholic Connection, on a Friday. A big report, and proud to have Dr. Matthew Bunsen from EWTN and the Register and EWTN News Nightly. All things EWTN News. He's also a church history expert, written dozens of books, and has beautiful programs, of course, on the network regarding the saints and doctors of the church. Matt, this was encouraging. I want to wrap up the week with some good news for folks because it's been a very tiring, a very uh, exhaustive, frustrating week. There's been some great testimony that I'm sharing on this show regarding many wonderful pro-life leaders speaking at the Senate Judiciary hearing regarding the life issues, but of course those segments are not getting any play on the, on the secular media. But there's so many great witnesses, and there is good news in this latest EWTN News Real Clear Opinion Research Poll. So tell us about it. Good morning. Well, that's right. Uh, when we look at the country as a, as a whole, I think we're seeing Catholics uh, are concerned as whether Americans are about the state of affairs in the country. Uh, they are pretty unhappy uh, with the, uh, the state of affairs. Uh, we're looking at the right track, wrong track, uh, about 56%, uh, 57% of um, American Catholics uh, are considering us to be on the wrong track. But yeah, it is filled with uh, some very interesting findings and some good news in the sense that Catholics seem to be getting it. Uh, one of the areas that's really striking is uh, how concerned Catholics are about attacks on churches, on pro-life centers, uh, on protests in front of the Supreme Court justices' homes. And the other aspect here that I really thought was uh, interesting is how, as we're moving toward the midterms, uh, Catholics are much more likely, we're talking about 80%, 82%, to support candidates uh, who themselves support religious freedom for people of faith, uh, those who really want to try to defend the family. Uh, they would be less likely to vote for a candidate who supports taxpayer funding of abortion. Uh, so we're seeing not a sea change, uh, but certainly from two years ago, uh, President Biden's support among Catholics has deteriorated significantly, and that, that I think is worth discussing a bit more too. Now, is there a difference, and I, I'm sure this is this is probably the case, between those Catholics who attend Mass on a weekly or at least a, maybe twice a month versus those who identify as Catholic and don't go to church that often? There are significant uh, differences among those Catholics. We began tracking this in the 2020 uh, polls that we did. Uh, we did four of them from 2019 at the end of that year all the way through the election cycle of 2020, and it was really quite striking how different Catholics vote depending upon how often they attend Mass. It probably comes as no surprise to you, but those who attend Mass on a daily, weekly basis, or even a monthly basis, are much more aware of uh, the importance of defending life. Uh, they are much more opposed to abortion, and uh, they tended to vote in a much more conservative way. Those who almost never go to mass tend to vote in a much more liberal or progressive way. What is striking about uh, our findings here, though, is that Catholics uh, who go to mass on a regular basis 
disapprove of President Biden much more strongly uh, than those who do not go to mass on a regular basis. However, it's not as wide a gulf as one would think. So about 55 percent of daily or weekly attending mass attending Catholics have very strong disapproval ratings of them. But 53 and 52 percent of those who go monthly or even never also disapprove of the president. So this is a, a, an evening out, so to speak, of Catholic disapproval that cuts across almost every group in the church. That portends a real significant uh, political risk uh, for the president and his administration. Also, I think, and you and I were talking about this yesterday in preparation for this interview this morning, we're seeing polls showing, and this kind of makes sense if you think of a large number of the uh, Hispanic community, a large number of the members there are, are Catholic or identify as Catholic, and, and or they're evangelical Christian, they're strong Christian people. The support for the Democrats in general and of Joe Biden is way, way down in terms of the numbers as well. Uh, that's right. Uh, the president uh, continues to receive... Uh, some support, some fairly strong support among Latino Catholics is one of the reasons why uh, his uh, overall favorability among Catholics is not as catastrophically bad as we're seeing in other polls. For example, he has a 53% uh, unfavorable to a 45% favorable. Uh, in terms of his job approval, it's 53-47 disapproved. He's bullied slightly, however, uh, by the continuing support of uh, Latino Catholics. Uh, certainly within the, the Catholic world. So that matters. However, that is much softer than it was, for example, in 2020. So, again, we're seeing him lose ground on almost every category of Catholics, with the possible exception of sort of African-American Catholics. As a, as a percentage of the Catholic population, of course, uh, African-Americans do comprise a, a depressingly small group. Yeah. We're talking with Dr. Matthew Bunsen from EW10 regarding a new EW10 Real Clear Opinion Research poll regarding the Catholic vote. Now, the poll also shows that a majority of Catholic voters, 82%, and this is in line with recent surveys that have come out about pro-life and pro-life opinions across the country, Matthew, that a majority of Catholic voters support some kind of restriction on abortion. A majority also say they're less likely to back a political candidate who supports abortion any time during pregnancy. And yet the left is constantly telling us that every Everyone is in line with their extremism. I think what's becoming more clear, especially since the Dobbs leak and then the overturning of Roe v. Wade, is just what Roe v. Wade gave us and how extreme those on the left who are supporting abortion are and how out of touch they are with the majority of people, even if they identify as quote-unquote pro-choice. Well, that's uh, absolutely right. You, you're, you're hitting on something that I think is very important for us to focus on here, and, and that is that while a plurality, uh, in other words, a, a slight larger number, uh, it's 47 to 42, uh, among Catholics uh, supported upholding Roe v. Wade, a net 82% of Catholics would want some sort of restriction on abortion. Now, that extends from uh, the, the rape and incest clause to outlawing it completely. Only 18% of all Catholics would want abortion to be free or available all the way up to live birth. Now, why does that matter? It matters because it demonstrates that, that there is, uh, at times, a fundamental misunderstanding of what Roe actually gave us. Roe gave us uh, abortion on demand. And when we look at these numbers, then, 18%, only 18%. Now, I, I still consider that to be a, an unacceptably high number among Catholics, but 18% of Catholics met 
um, believe that uh, abortion should be on demand. That means that they uh, are in agreement with Roe, but what we need now is to educate Catholics on what Roe actually brought us and why in this post-Roe era we have an opportunity to enact the very things that uh, the vast, vast majority of Catholics want to see. So you you had a sample of, what, some 1,800 likely Catholic voters, correct? So how is this conducted? Give us some background, Matthew, on the survey. That's right. So uh, we are delighted to partner with the Real Clear Opinion Research, and uh, this was a, a sample of about 1,757 likely Catholic voters. It was done online in English and Spanish. Uh, we have, because of the large sampling size, a plus or minus, in other words, a margin of error of only about two and a half percentage points. That's uh, very, very low. So what's described then, the term that is used, is has a credibility interval. So in other words, it's a reliability level of 95%. That's important because what we're finding in this poll, too, is that on things like right track, wrong track, mm-hmm. uh, this poll is comporting with what we're seeing nationally. I would say that the, the race for control of Congress is pretty tight, which is also something we're seeing nationally, but it's all going to come down to the battlegrounds. And Catholics historically have played a key role in presidential elections, and Catholics are going to play a decisive role, I think, uh, in this coming midterm election, especially in the dozen or so battlegrounds right. where control of the Senate is going to hinge. It's looking pretty grim for the Democrats at this point on the House side given the the political atmosphere. But Catholics, again, are going to be crucial to this. Well, I think this is a reminder we can never take anything for granted. We have to continue every single day to get the pro-life word out there, and and this is something that we should all be looking at and saying, okay, what can I be doing on my Facebook page? What can I be doing in in one-on-one conversations, which is so important? So, Matthew, I know that Katie did a great job, Katie Yoder, on Catholic News Agency of dissecting this report. It's at catholicnewsagency.com in her story. Where else can we find it online if people want to take a closer look at it? Yeah, if you go to EWTNnews.com, you'll see a link to the poll, and you can actually uh, download what's called the top line, so it's all the statistics. Uh, you can even download uh, the cross-tab survey. Uh, we're obviously fully transparent about this uh, this polling. I think it's uh, something that all of us want to keep doing, and we're going to do two more throughout this election cycle, so look forward to that. All right, I look forward to having you back on. Dr. Matthew Bunsen with our very own EWTN News, the Register, and EWTN News Nightly, of course, will be covering this across the board on all of our outlets. We'll be right back. This program is brought to you in part by Charity Mobile, a proud partner of Ave Maria Radio for over 15 years. Charity Mobile is the pro-life cell phone company and has sent nearly $2 million to thousands of pro-life charities. 4G LTE coverage is available nationwide, and 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite pro-life charity. A video introduction is available at CharityMobile.com. Charity Mobile, everyday living, effortless giving. CharityMobile.com. Have you heard the latest and greatest travel news? One more reason to join us on our premier Tease Italy pilgrimage, La Dolce Fide, or the Sweetness of Faith, this November 6th to the 14th. Hi, it's Teresa Tamio, and yes, it's an unbelievable price, some $3,600 for a seven-night land package, including Assisi, Orvieto, Rome, and much more. But now, and here's the latest and greatest news, no reason to worry about having to test to come back home. All testing requirements dropped. 
no vaccination, no testing, and a credible opportunity to visit tombs of the great saints such as Francis, Claire, Blessed Carlos Acutes, and so much more, except those tests. So call Corporate Travel now, 800-727-1999, or visit us online, AveMariaRadio.net, on our travel page. Call now. The trip is filling up, 1-800-727-1999. Hope to see you in Bella Italia in November. People ask how they can care for older family members who can't fully care for themselves. One answer is Visiting Angels, America's choice in senior home care. Visiting Angels assists adults nationwide with 600 locations to continue living at home and not have to move into a nursing home. Their caregivers provide assistance in hygiene, meals, and lighthouse work. Services are provided up to 24 hours per day, and you can select your caregiver before service begins. More information, including franchise opportunities, is on the web at visitingangels.com. Hope you're having a great Friday morning. Teresa Tamia with you, Catholic Connection, coast to coast. Thanks to our guest, Doug Keck, who joins us every week with the Inside Word. Don't forget, this weekend, availability of Wolf in Sheep's Clothing to watch it again. I would highly recommend it because it is such a good take on how we got to where we are in this country and what we need to know about why this is going on and what we can do about it. And also, they're going to be re-showing the gender agenda. Don't forget that. I mean, talk about God's timing, especially what would happen this week in terms of the Senate Judiciary Committee hearing and that uh, bizarre exchange with that professor from California accusing Senator Hawley of being transphobic all because he asked a question. All because he asked a question, and she demanded that it be put on the record. Why? So then they have something in Congress on the record so they can use to show conservatives are a threat to the country. As a matter of fact, Don Lemon or Lemon, whatever the heck his name is from CNN, actually came out saying that conservatives, especially members of the Republican Party, are somehow a threat, I'm paraphrasing, to the country. And so this is what they're doing. They're, they're, they're setting this up. As Doug said, this is why these reports that we've done, these investigative documentaries, Wolf and Sheep's Clothing and Gender Agenda, are so important. You need to know how they operate. This is, you know, the standard operating procedure. It goes all the way back, as Doug said, to Saul Alinsky. We shouldn't be surprised by it, but we need to be informed. And speaking of informed, as I mentioned, your homework assignment for this weekend, do you know where your local pregnancy resource center is? There's probably more than one. I know there are at least three in my immediate neighborhood on the east side where I live in suburban Detroit. I also know that my parish is well aware of it and that my parish is involved in a beautiful ministry called Helping Moms in Need or Working with Moms in Need, which is through the USCCB and Catholic Charities and whatnot. And do you know what pregnancy resource centers do? We played that clip for you of Heidi Matsky from a pregnancy resource center in California. And in just, what, about 90 seconds? She told us all of the services, and that's probably not all of them. That's, that's the, the bulk of what they do for free. For free. Oh, and guess what? Pregnancy Resource Centers, a vast majority of them, do not accept any government funding. So they're doing this through volunteers and, of course, donations from wonderful people like you. So this is a huge spiritual battle, brothers and sisters, but I want you to, to go into this weekend on the upside. You just heard the interview with Dr. Matthew Bunsen about how more and more people are becoming aware of just how extreme the leftist abortion agenda is. And that when you sit down and you talk to people, 
and you ask them very specific questions, as we did in this latest survey, they don't agree with what, again, the Bidens and the Pelosi's and the Schumer's and the Warren's and all of these politicians that want abortion on demand through nine months of pregnancy and beyond. They don't agree with them. Even if they call themselves pro-choice, they want limits. I was talking with uh, Vanessa Tenhagarmo in the first hour of my show. I'm going to be on her uh, Epiphany Communication show this weekend on Ave Maria Radio. We're talking about the importance of media literacy and, and how to craft your pro-life message. She was saying she was having a conversation, a one-on-one conversation, uh, with some folks she know who identify, she knows who identify as pro-choice. And they did not know what was in this amendment in Michigan, which is just absolutely crazy, by the way, that our governor and all the pro-aborts are trying to get on the ballot. They're making it sound like it's going to help women, it's going to help children, it's going to be wonderful, and it's going to protect women from all these right-wingers who are trying to take away all these rights, when in fact, when you come right down to it, it's much like this women's health and protection law that Catherine Glenn Foster was talking about, pulling informed consent not just for abortion but for sterilization of minors. I'm not kidding. So a girl could get sterilized without her mother or father even knowing it. Also, health and safety regulations, same thing, dropped. They don't want any regulations at all on anything, and we need to know this. So another little assignment for you this weekend. Go to AUL, that's Americans United for Life, dot org, slash publications unsafe, or just do a, 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 a quick search, Americans United for Life unsafe report. Look at that report and what they found in terms of how many regulations that exist right now that are not followed by abortion facilities. We need to know the truth, and we need to know how this works so these operations don't work on us. Have a great week, and remember, God is still in control. See you Monday. You've been listening to Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. Catholic Connection is a co-production of Ave Maria Radio and EWTN Radio and carried across the EWTN Global Catholic Radio Network. Our producer is Andrew Kruchek. For copies of this program or for more information, visit AveMariaRadio.net. That's A-V-E Maria Radio.net. Thanks for listening and join us next time for another edition of Catholic Connection. Shining the light of truth on the path of salvation. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Are you struggling financially and need help? Catholic Charities of Dallas helps individuals achieve stability and self-sufficiency through financial literacy, employment services, education, food programs, immigration legal services, refugee resettlement, disaster services, and permanent supportive housing. For more information, call 866-CCD-7500. I'm Jackie De La Vallaga, teacher for homeschoolconnections.com, a sponsor of this station. Experience the joy in educating your grade school child with our newly developed grade school unit study program. We use TAN Books, Story of Civilization, Living Books, and Hands-On Projects to offer an integrated curriculum. In fact, we offer a wide range of subjects for the entire family. You can learn with me, Tim Staples, Joseph Pierce, and all of the other instructors at homeschoolconnections.com. Blessed be God, 
Blessed be his holy name. Blessed be Jesus Christ, true God and true man. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Blessed be his most sacred heart. Blessed be his most precious blood. Blessed be Jesus in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Blessed be the Holy Spirit of Paraclete. Blessed be the Great Mother of God, Mary most holy. Blessed be her holy and immaculate conception. Blessed be her glorious assumption. Blessed be the name of Mary, Virgin and Mother. Blessed be Saint Joseph, her most chaste spouse. Blessed be God in his angels and in his saints. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth, and North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Catholic Radio for your soul. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone.